Friday afternoon and each Friday on RNZ National we invite a chef in to uh, talk about some food and to give us a recipe and I have the wonderful Kelly Gibney with me in studio right now. Hey there Kelly. Hi Jesse. And you have a couple of your creations. You have a couple of your human creations waiting in the ballroom <laughs> next door. My finest work. Yeah, thank you for bringing them in. And then this is exciting too because I think I'm the first person outside of your family I'm going to tell myself that anyway <laughs> to see your new cookbook. Well yeah, done. Yeah, I know. I came. I was excited to bring it in and show you yeah. a proper hard copy. Man, that must just represent hours and hours and hours of work. Yes, yeah, so a year of work. You know, a year of that being all I talk about and what our family weekends are focused on, and uh, you know, arranging things around it. But like, also the just the most fun project ever. This has been my first cookbook was tricky for lots of reasons big learning curve but this one was just a real pleasure because it's as people will see when they check it out it's just based around what we eat and it was really just so fun yeah what's the big idea with this one yeah so it's called enjoy and the subtitle is food worth sharing with the people you love and and that's it it champions those meals we share with those closest to us big and small like I was saying to you off here that I think the idea of those everyday meals almost, they just don't get enough credit. They're so hard working those recipes. Mm. When you're trying to find food that everyone around a table will like, sometimes my kids are an exact opposite to each other with things and it feels like they do it on purpose. Yeah. You know, one will like tomatoes, the other one hates it or, you know, with yeah. all sorts of things. And so finding things that it is by no means a book about feeding kids. It's about feeding people that you love, those yeah. yeah, those everyday lovely recipes that you can rely on. I think lots of cookbook authors say it, but I really want this to be useful to people every day. And I think you eat a lot like we do, which is we tend to only have one thing, one bowl, mm-hmm. a salad or a stew or whatever, and it's, it's usually sort of a collection of whole food something, like a bunch of vegetables or some grains or sometimes some meat and then some really, really tasty sauce on top or yeah. a dressing. Um, yeah. I'm sure that you've influenced the way we eat. But that's basically the structure of these meals, right? Yeah, and so I've divided it up until the first chapter is called Simple Meals and the second chapter is called Slightly More Effort But Totally Worth It for those weekends and when you've got a little bit more time and there's sweet things, there's soups and salads. It really covers the the whole range of things that you're wanting to feed a family and definitely don't overlook things like there's a chapter called extras and yummy bits and like you say it's those extra things it's amazing homemade mayo the the toasted seed toppings the chili and garlic oil just all those things that really make simple whole foods sing i've got my eye on those smash burgers yeah that's a friday night regular for us um, okay. Well, unfortunately, you can't buy this cookbook, everyone. No, but it is available for pre-sale. Now, either you can get a signed pre-sale um, organised on my website, which is kellygibney.com, or even if you just want to go have a look at what it's about, because it'll be in stores within a few weeks. End of October. Yeah. It's called Enjoy, and Kelly Gibney is our guest today. What do you have in mind for us? Oh, so this recipe is one that is infinitely useful to me in my life. It's a gluten-free cheddar, spring onion, and kumbh loaf. So it's a savoury loaf. The flavours are somewhere between a savoury muffin and kind of a cheese scone. And this one's gluten and grain free. Um, It's got a base of almond meal, grated kumara, there's cheddar, there's spring onion, there's garlic and all sorts in it. And it's just wonderful. You can 
cut a couple of thick slices, toast it. It's great by itself with butter. It's awesome on the side of soup with some poached eggs on top with some smashed avocado, breakfast on the run. Yeah. It's, if you're like me and don't have a super sweet tooth, especially when it comes to breakfast, I like savoury options, but there's not always the option of a cooked breakfast, mm. sadly. This is such a cool um and when the kids are hungry and you want to give them a snack, but you want to have them to have some nutrition, this yeah, sounds yeah. like it would be perfect. Yeah, it's it's really great. And you could chuck in things like corn, black olives, grated zucchini. You know, there's an infinite number of things you could add. Charlotte Ryan's sitting down. Hi, Charlotte. Hi, Charlotte. Hi. Usually when we start talking about the recipe, Charlotte. A pop-in. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Thanks. Congratulations, <laughs> Kelly. I'm holding her new recipe book. Yeah. It's beautiful. Isn't that colour blue? blue? So um, so wonderful. Mm. Um, that's a good uh, comment for the radio. Yeah. <laughs> Isn't that blue? So wonderful, listeners. Um, okay, Kelly, talk us through this recipe. And, and the detail is on our website, rnz.co.nz slash jessie. Um, uh, well, we'll come to the baking powder when we hit it. Because oh, no. is baking powder gluten-free? A lot of the time, but... Um, Sometimes not. You can, um, yeah, you'll find some brands are gluten-free. And okay, so check. A, yes. If it's important yeah. to you, check. Yeah. This is gluten-free cheddar, spring onion, and kumara loaf. How are we going to make it? So it's a really nice and easy one-bowl affair. So we're going to mix together six, um, excuse me, five free-range eggs with um, a little bit of finely diced garlic, some almond meal, and the baking powder gluten-free or not, depending on what you need, and mix that all together. And then afterwards, you're going to add a cup of grated kumara. I use the orange kumara for this. and I Interesting. Sque- yeah. Squeeze that lightly of any excess liquid. And then we're going to – do you want to comment on the kumara? Um, no? I thought you were going to say something. Oh uh, Yeah, so did I. Well, I'm just I'm, – I'm looking forward to seeing how it all comes together. You're grating the kumara in. Yeah, so yeah. you're going to grate it and then squeeze it so it's not too – yeah, it's got not it, too got much it. excess liquid. Then you're going to add a cup of grated cheddar cheese, like a tasty cheese or even a parmesan could work. Um, add a little bit of olive oil or melted ghee, two spring onions. You finely diced up the green part and a handful of fresh parsley that's roughly chopped, some salt and some pepper. Mix all that together. Wow. And then you're going to pop it into a loaf tin that you've lined. Uh, and that bakes for an hour at about 160 degrees. And that's all. That's so that. That's that. So what happens to the kumara? Does it cook or does it stay quite sort of firm? Is it there for texture? It's there for, I mean, it's there for texture. It's there for that natural, that sweetness that plays off uh-huh, the cheddar yeah. and the spring onion. Uh, it doesn't stay, it softens. It doesn't yeah. stay firm. You won't find strands of it. Um, Sounds fantastic. Yeah, it's really, really good and so easy. Um, and once you've baked it, do you... You take it out of the oven and yep. then you... leave it to stand for 45 minutes and then you could slice it and have it fresh. Uh, and then as the days go on, I quite like to have it toasted. Fantastic. Thank you, Kelly. My pleasure. Good to talk to you. And um, Kelly, we'll give you a nudge when her book's on sale, but you can uh, buy a pre-order signed copy from her website, kellygibney.com. kellygibney.com. <laughs> Coming <laughs> to the end you. of the week and my mouth is getting lazy.